What's going on, everybody? This is Ezra McNeil, and this is Real Talk with Ezra. Today is December 31st, New Year's Eve, uh, and, you know, I owed y'all an episode since, what, the last episode was, like, back in November. Uh, just to update, I've been very busy, uh, have finished my uh, second to last semester in school, uh, you know, got good grades. Um, besides that, came back home to New York. Uh, got a job at Champs. Shout out to Champs. Uh, you know, selling sneakers for the seasonal position. Uh, I'll be there like one more week. So let me know if y'all need some sneakers because I might hook y'all up with my discount. I'm totally lying. Um, but I mean, everything is everything. Um, besides that, what else? What else have I done? Um, you turned 22. Yo, yeah. Um, my birthday was on December 3rd. So I turned 22. Um, I checked my weight today. I'm almost back at 220. Uh, um, what else? You know those Jock Torres cookies. Uh, I only had two. But Jock Torres took it. Yo, if y'all ever have Jock Torres cookies, like, very, very good. But I guess this flu is making helping me with the weight loss. I don't know. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's a good but bad thing. But um, besides that, since I'm back in New York, you already know. Um, and y'all hear her voice. I'm back with my mom. Hey, mom. Hey, Ezra. How are you? I'm phenomenal, thank you. That's great. So, I was on Instagram yesterday because I always try to, you know, I, I was trying to have a, a social media fast this break. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't quite work out because talking to my cousin Dexter, um, um, shout out to him. This is a frat, my frat brother too. Um, he was like, we were just talking and just talking about like, you know, what to try and expect, you know, in the, you know, in the new year and things of that nature. And I was just like, I know from, you know, 2019 and, you know, a lot that has happened to me, um, good, bad, you know, I just wanted a break. Um, but he was just like, you know, for what I want to do, you have to keep consistency. You have to be consistent and you, you know, you always want to try and be relevant, especially in a time like today where everything is changing by the hour like what what can you do to stay relevant so i was like that makes so much sense and you know if if you want god to do things you you got to do stuff yourself um also so i i stopped having a break um i just been like like really trying to plan out episodes um for the new year um so going uh, building a team um Shout out to Tawana, my social media manager. Um, that just like she just got hired the other day, you know, doing a great job. Thanks for the New Year's, no, the Merry Christmas post. Um, but yeah, like, so I've been, I've been trying to build. Um, so like for trying, for me trying to build, um, I couldn't do the social media fast. So, um, yesterday I was just like, Going on to um not Twitter Instagram I've been, actually been off Twitter I've been off Twitter you know pretty well like doing a check in maybe every now and then like yeah so yeah I follow you yeah so um yesterday I was just like you know let me know like what do you what episodes what topics do you want to hear like in these episodes coming in twenty twenty and I only got one response um it's I mean it happens mm-hmm. but not mad right. at it you know but at least one person's you know listening. Still listening. Um, and it was my boy too from school. Um, what's good, Aaron? Shout out to Aaron from New York. Actually, uh, Instagram is a a a ron something like that. But 
If you go yeah, to state, you know. If you go to state, you know who he is. Um, and he said um, he wanted to hear an episode about, you know, manifesting your goals in 2020. So this is what the episode is about. Manifesting your goals in 2020. Now, um, before getting on, you know, getting on the podcast, me and my mom was, you know, talking about manifesting your 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 goals and, you know, your your dreams or whatever of that nature. How how I see it now is like in this past month, I feel like manifesting manifestation manifest the the whole term is going to be, I guess, the quote unquote word for 2020, because I guess everybody wants to become in tune, quote unquote, with the universe, um, with the universe and 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 whatever you speak, you know, the somebody in the universe will hear it and stuff like that. So, um, I mean, we're going to talk about it. As y'all know, my mother is a pastor, so we're going to uh, definitely talk about it from, you know, uh, not religious, but, you know, a more spiritual and sensible aspect um, for those, you know, who do, you know, study or, or, or read, you know, follow the word and stuff like that, you know. And, you know, if you don't, hey, that, that's you, but, you know, Hopefully you listen and and get a more better understanding of about what we're talking about. So let's dig in. Um, before coming up here, I was I looked up the word manifestation, um, or manifest, and uh, Webster said that you know the word manifest, which is a a adjective, a adjective. adjective. I'm bugging. Excuse me, adjective. I I didn't go to college, obviously. Um, it means readily perceived uh, by the senses or especially by the sense of sight. Like, that's literally what it means. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I guess, like, what you what you see or, what you, or you know, what you say is what you want to see, I guess, if that makes it better, like, or, like, what you speak, <laughs> what you speak, you know, it will... Well, it also means to display or to reveal. Right. Now, um, or to show or to... Um, take notice of um, and that can um, to demonstrate clearly you know now I, I'm going to come from a natural and a spiritual component mm-hmm. you know because that's who I am um, and when we talk about manifestation okay in the spiritual aspect too um, you know because most of you have heard me talk about before where we you know I operate in the area of deliverance so when we say manifestation most of the time we're in the midst of um, <coughs> casting demons out so when when we manifest it's like demons show themselves mm-hmm. okay spirits show themselves so now that means that they are revealing the inward parts of you things that may be controlling you oppressing you what have you yeah. okay so now if we're talking about in dream space, you're talking about things that you're hoping for, things that may be a dream, a vision um, that is in, that will enlighten you to maybe your goals or some uh, some kind of vision that you may have. And you say, oh, my God, I had this vision that I'm supposed to be this great doctor or right. I had this vision of my life and this is the way it's supposed to turn out to be. That is wonderful. And that is all great. Now. With those components comes other things too. Because if you do not align yourself with the vision, with the goal, with the speech, the space that also goes with it, Mm -hmm. then what is going to manifest? So aligning yourself, you mean like 
um, one aspect, you know, of doing the work. Yes. Um, another aspect. Coming into agreement with what it is. Right. That means if, because of course, it does have God's space with it. Okay, so the Bible says, Jeremiah 29, 11, that I know the thoughts that I have towards you, saith God. God, uh, thoughts of good, not of evil. And at the bottom of the passage, it says to give you an expected end. Mm -hmm. That means that God has already had God already has a plan for our lives. um, And we may not know everything that he has for us. Right. Okay. we won't know until it becomes manifest. Mm -hmm. Okay. so what some say, it's. Oh, by happenstance, I this opportunity afforded itself. Mm-hmm. It was already predestined right. before time, but you just came into time for it to become to manifest right. in time. Okay. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So that's just like the Old Testament speaks of the foretelling of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay? Before Jesus came 42 generations down the line. Right. So Jesus was already spoken before time, but came into 42 generations when it was time for him to be in time. Right. So So now your dream happened, uh-huh. but that didn't mean that the dream was going to happen tomorrow. Right. Because it had to have time for you to go through something. You had to learn some things. Uh-huh. You had to be tested through some things, trials, tribulations, opportunity successes failure in order for it to manifest for it to come so all in all patience is a big thing huge patience in your faith consistency in the work uh-huh okay so i mean let, later on let's talk about patience though because that's that's so we that's got a major. lot of layers here to talk right. about with with the manifest okay because right. people like people like getting these new words these new cliches yeah. to to make it like it's going to be quick fast in a hurry right. nothing happens overnight. overnight right a seed is always planted but a seed can also be planted in dry ground mm. mm-hmm. and bring forth nothing but rock mm. a seed can be planted in fertile ground mm-hmm. and sprout up harvest right so because it was a dream a vision or whatever you have to know how the seed was planted so now, if you the seed was planted in dry ground, it will still be a dry seed in the ground. Mm. No matter how much water was on it, if it was not fertile soil, it will never manifest anything but weed. Right? Right. So that means nothing happened. That means that seed was not, it wasn't the time, it wasn't the vision. It wasn't anything. Mm-hmm. Now, another seed comes along. And this is why people, you know, even in church with prophecy, you know, people want to medicate on prophecy. Right. Oh, my God, the prophet said, the prophet said, the prophet said. But if you still sometimes don't do the work of what the prophet said, right. God will always manifest. If it's the real word of the Lord, God's word will never return to him void. That's the scripture. Mm-hmm. His word will always return and manifest what he said. So if the word that came through the mouth of the prophet is true, it's going to manifest what it said it would do. Right. Okay. Now you as the individual have to be the receptacle to receive it. 
If you are not in a position to receive it, then the seed will never get planted. Right. Right. So then if the seed never gets planted, you'll never go out to do and seek the work. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if someone said to you, oh my God, Ezra, you're going to be the greatest, the, the, the greatest broadcast news person ever. But if Ezra doesn't get up and say, you know what? I already know that that's where I'm supposed yeah. to be. Like, let me... If I don't get up and, you know, look first for of all, is interviews... That what, first of all, is that in line with what your life goal is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the first thing. Okay. Because people could tell you, oh my God, I see you being a businessman, but, you know, I, I can see you being a doctor. But you have no, absolutely no interest in medicine. That's funny. Now, when I was in high school, I had a teacher, his name was Mr. Files. Hopefully, he's still yeah, working there. I, I, yeah, he, And he would say that um, he would see me as, like, a, a superintendent of schools. Mm-hmm. I love kids. Education is cool, <laughs> but I don't want to be a superintendent. Right. Like, so, so, yeah. so, if that is not even a desire for you. Right. The Bible says if a man desire a good work, if that is not even a desire for you, it's, what is the point? Right. Okay, so that means that's not going to happen for you because it's not a desire. So his idea of what he sees in you may be good and it may be a thought that he may be trying to get you to think of because he is such a great teacher. Mm-hmm. But that may mean you, you may be a teacher in a different element. Right. It may not be for you to be a high school or elementary school. I don't need to be in a classroom. A, a classroom yeah. teacher. Right. Okay, so now you have to decipher what kind of teaching will you be doing. Right. Because there are many ways to teach. You're teaching on your podcast when you're bringing platforms of information to your listeners. Right. You're bringing educated individuals, people that are knowledgeable in their field of study, bringing your listeners information on how now they can do and get past whatever situations in their life. That is a teaching mechanism. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. You're not in the classroom. No. But you're giving a teaching platform. Going back to what I was saying. So now if you are not that person that is interested in being that teacher in a classroom, why would you therefore try to do something that you're not called to do? You will be miserable. Which some people do. A lot of people have done it. A lot of people have lived their life through their parents. Right. You know, because my parents was a doctor, my parents was a lawyer, or because I may be the first one to go to college in my family. So Mm. now I have to make my family proud. My parents sacrificed everything they had and went without so that I can have. So now I have to make them proud. So now I have to become the one in my family to be a success story, to be able to pay back what my family sacrificed so much for me for. But you are dying inside because you are carrying a burden that you should not have to carry because you're not fulfilled in really what your true call is. You know what? That's crazy because, you know, you know, Gary Vee. No. Gary Vee's a millionaire. He's like the crazy billionaire. We met him when I won the... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, when I had won the ad club scholarship, shout out to the Advertising Club in New York, by yes. the way. Um, I had won the Outstanding Intern Award um, in early September. And I spoke. And um, Gary Vee, which some of y'all know, who's you know a crazy millionaire, who's like this finance guru, whatever he is, um, who's also with... You know, um, he took over his father's company or something. Yeah, like he that. took over his yes. father's wine, um, wine, wine company, company or something and, like yeah, that. Yeah, made it into a multi-billion dollar business. Yeah, um, one of his videos because he was talking to a kid, and he, the kid was saying that you know he want, 
his basically his mom wanted to be wanted him to be a lawyer um because his mother was like the first lawyer in the family first go to college et cetera et cetera but honestly like the kid wanted to be an artist like he want either like playing guitar or like painting or whatever so so um basically he didn't want to let down his mom of course um and Gary was like if you if you do what your parents are telling you, like, in later on in life, like, you're not going to like your mom right. or you're going to be upset at your mom because... And you're going to regret it. Yeah, you're going to regret, although you may be successful in what you do, but you're not happy internally, right. like, right. and you're really going to have a, a heart full of resentment for your parents because yeah. you didn't do what you, you, wanted, what to you wanted to do. So I understand that. And I know for me, like, transparent moment, like... Like, with, you know, the family that I'm in, sometimes, although I'm doing what I want, like, although, like, I don't want to let you down, and sometimes, you know, whatever is whatever, but, or sometimes you want me to do things, and I didn't want to do it, like, mm-hmm. like, what, what you want me to be? Um, what Happy. You, well, no, because well, maybe it was on me. Yeah, it was all on you. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> it definitely was no, all cause, on you. Because I mean, but I always just didn't want to like to fail you to fail the family. But see, that was see, and I I can understand. I never put pressure on you to be anything except for what you wanted to do. And I would say to you, well, Ezra, what do you want to do? Well, Mom, I want to do this. Okay, so I would get on the bandwagon to say, I'm going to push you and lead you in the direction of where you say you wanted to go. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to sell chocolate on the corner, then I was going to find all the best chocolate that Willy Wonka had, and I was going to buy all the chocolate and show you how to sell your chocolate. Mm -hmm. So anything over that, whatever, you wanted to... I remember when you you wanted to be class president for your school. So you came home. Mom, I want to be class president. So I was training you how to speak, how to present yourself to public. So I was very hard on you in presenting yourself. Yeah. And how people look at you before they hear you. Oh, wow. And when you speak, you want to be able to command an audience so that people hear what you have to say. So I would drill you. I would, you know, teach you how to speak, how to read speeches, how to be charismatic, how to be personable, how to shake hands, how to eye-eye contact, all of those things so that success, when when you're going into the world of business, that these are things that people look for. Right how your shoes are. If your shoes is runny and dusty, people are looking at things that people don't most most people wouldn't look at. Pay attention to, yeah. You know, so get, get suited up. Yeah. Cuz people are going to see that. You know, so yeah. those are the things your presentation, I was very hard on you about that. I never had a problem even if you didn't win, you were still going to be my rock star. Mm-hmm. You were still going to be the cool kid. I didn't care, but at least you tried. And you put forth your best effort. So then you came home when you saw one of the girls was had posters. Well, mom, I want to have posters. So what did I do? We got your picture and we had posters all over the school. We had banners all over the school. We had bookmarks. We had uh, little stick pins that all the kids and we had them in English and Spanish. Did we not? And we we, we campaigned around the school. And what happened? Then that's when Ty's tribute. Uh, song was out uh-huh. uh, and you said well I want to use that as my theme song so we came in and you got your little classmates together they, we played the theme song and had the whole auditorium in the school was rocking to Ezra's music because it was so unexpected and you won yeah so it did and you wanted being the president of the student body council and of the school that last year when you was in school although we didn't do anything 
It, uh, you did, but it was just the fact that the school wanted to give you yeah. and the students something to look forward to when you graduate and you go into elementary elementary school so that you would know how to present yourself when you get to this next grade level yeah and what the world looks for when you're out there in corporate america these those are the years of your training ground Mm -hmm. so now when you do get to college you know what to do right right so these are the things so when people are looking at what is my manifestation. Some people don't get a chance to afford those opportunities. Mm-hmm. And that's why I believe in mentoring, you know, having somebody that's positive enforcements in your corner. Because if you don't, a lot of people don't, they won't, they, they'll get to college and never understand really what it is to have somebody like that to share with them how to be that young man and that young lady and, you know, to be a positive influence of them, especially if they may not come from a well-rounded background. Yeah. You right. know, and so when you talk about how do I formulate my dream if I never dreamt before? Mm-hmm. You have some people that never, ever had a dream of anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just live my life and it's okay. Right. You know, I don't know what it is to aspire to want to be more than where I am. Right. So how do I do that? Right. So if you don't have people that are like that in your area, then people like me that can look at you and say, you know what? You write very well. You could be a good author. Or you can be someone that's in this industry and write sitcoms because that's really where the money is. Right. It ain't necessarily the people that's on screen. It's writing. It's the people that are the screenwriters. Right. So, you know, and just plant those seeds of positivity to say, take a writing class. Why don't you go take a screenwriting class and see how that works for you? You know, you may not be the person that is always going to be the forefront person. Mm-hmm. But it's always the people that are in the background that make the forefront person look good. Right. And so if that's who you are, but you really don't recognize it because you don't know it within yourself, you may be shy. You you know, you may be unsure. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't really, really know. But until someone takes you and says, let me help help you really unveil the blinder off your eye and really help you now dig in and manifest this, this un, un I'm going to use this bad language this undug mm-hmm. jewel mm-hmm. inside of you. Let's polish it off and let this diamond be seen in you and let it shine through you to know that you can be this great, awesome writer. Right. You know, then you'll really realize who you become. Yeah. And then you'll realize that, wow, being a writer isn't bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I can sit at home and do that in my pajamas if you want to. Right. You know, or I can really travel the world, do it from my computer and I can be on the beach and I can just write all day long. I get to have the luxury of, you know, <coughs> excuse me. I get the luxury of being able to do my job where I don't have to sit necessarily behind a corporate desk all day, but I can be doing it in another way and still getting paid for it. See, this is where people now, you know, um, people want to talk about, well, oh, you know. You can make money 24 hours a day and residual income just from your home. Forex. You know, but how am I going to do it if I don't know what I'm doing? 225, I heard. You know? I might do it. I don't know. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, but, if, but if I don't know what that thing is in me to manifest. Right. Because already I'm blinded. 
because mm-hmm. no one took the time to show me yeah. that there's greatness in me. Right. And sometimes we can read all the books in the world. But until we have a self-encounter with our own greatness, mm-hmm. would you know that you're great? Because everybody, every day, is plagued by the word curses that they have grown up with with their life. Call them geeked, nerd, fat, skinny, black, ugly, parents, I don't want you, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. But until you get beyond those words, even if you are those things, until you stop believing it for yourself and believe that you're greater than that, will you really believe that you're great within yourself? So it's like the first step of manifesting whatever is like self-acceptance. Yeah. Makes sense. And a lot of people haven't. I, 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 I was speaking to someone recently that had a life situation happen and they were saying how you know, I really don't think God loves me because of what I did. Mm. I said, that's absolutely a falsehood. Right. God still loves you in spite of what you did. But now you have to love yourself to get beyond what you did. Right. And be truthful why you did what you did. When you become truthful with why you did what you did, then you will already know when you ask God to forgive you, he's already done so. Mm-hmm. But the shame of it is that your guilt is plaguing you so so badly that you can't see the love and forgiveness that God has already given to you. Mm-hmm. Once you see that, then you can accept yourself and forgive yourself. Now turn that into a positive testimony to keep somebody else from doing what you did. Mm-hmm. And you will save somebody else's life. Right. So it's it's always... Because even from episodes that we've done before, like talking about forgiveness, holding grudges, um, like character integrity, it it always starts with looking within yourself and and understanding like what, what you've done good and what you've done wrong. Right. Because we've all done it. Right. But until you until you can you can be, you know, this whole, oh, you want to be 100? You want to be real? No, you don't. Yeah. Because if that's the case, then when your intent to do what you did, what was your real intent for doing it? Right. Was your intent for you to do it to blame somebody else? Mm-hmm. Was your intent to doing it because you knew that at this moment, I'm going to really enjoy it, but my enjoyment, I'm going to start blaming everybody else because I don't want to be real with my own emotions or my own lack of discipline to do what I did. So it's easy to blame somebody else than to accept yourself to say that I am a failure. And in this moment in my life, I failed and everybody's going to be looking at me because I have projected this false image of perfection to make everybody believe that I'm perfect. Now, oh, how the mighty have fallen. And now you have to live with that shame and guilt because you think just because you have pointed fingers at other people. Right. Now you know people are gonna start pointing their fingers at you. Well, actually, you know this is an old, an old gym. When you point, you got three fingers exactly. looking back at you and a thumb. <laughs> so I mean, I definitely understand that. Um, but going back to the list that because it was it was steps on how to manifest. So first we have self acceptance or mm-hmm. you know well reflecting then self acceptance then what we have. What was it you said? Patience or 
There's oh. a process. There are processes. You mm. have um, once you accept it, what is it that you really who who are you? I always ask my, myself this question. I this year has been a great year and a very trying year for me. Um, Same. I've had good successes, and then the stuff that wasn't always so successful seemingly to me had I allowed myself to dwell in it so much could have been the thing that I could have allowed to take me out Mm. so what I chose to do I chose to totally focus on the successes and make my complete and total energy toward the focus of the success because the success was definitely going to outweigh the lack of the failure mm-hmm. and the failure was going to mi- to diminish itself because I wasn't feeding it. Mm. Okay. And when I took out the food from the negative, from the despair and all that stuff, I'm starving it. And when you starve a thing, you will kill a thing. Mm-hmm. I made that choice. So when you make that choice, and then I sat and I said, who am I? At this moment... I am becoming this individual because I'm involved in this process. So now, if I continue to focus on the positive thing that I'm doing, it's not about me, but it's about me and millions of other people who is going to affect. I can't allow myself to be brought down because then I'm letting everybody else down. Right. In a different kind of way. These are people I haven't even met yet. Right. I'm, I'm having conversations about me. Because now, at the platform that I'm about to enter into, I've got to be humble. Mm-hmm. And my life has to be about God and humility. Mm-hmm. So that means Pastor Undina is good on the spiritual tip. I can pray through. I can trust God. I can believe God. I can pray for you. All of that. But now, Undina, who Undina is, what are the what are the inward parts of me that may not be all okay that now I have to make myself accountable to being okay where I close those cracks and crevices that I'm solid. Mm -hmm. So now you must ask yourself those questions. Who am I? Mm -hmm. And when you can be look yourself eye to eye and say, okay, I'm a wife, I'm a mother. That's a natural component. I'm a woman. Am I a liar? Am I a thief? Am I a cheater? Mm. What are the hidden, non-integral things in my life? Do I do anything that I shouldn't do in secret that I couldn't do in public? Right. Do I say things that I shouldn't say behind closed doors that I shouldn't say in public or I wouldn't say to the person that I'm thinking about? True. You know? Yeah. You you do those real core self-examination things. Right. And when you can check off and say, you know what? No, because if this person was standing here in front of my face right now, I'd say it anyway. Okay, then you can check that off the list. You know? Yeah. No, well, if this person was standing right here, you know, I've said it to them before. No, I'm good with that. Okay, I could check that off the list. And when you write your list down on what you would and wouldn't do, mm-hmm. then you begin to say, okay, now let me move on to the next thing. Yeah. You know? What do I like to do? Me? There are days I'm a people person. There are days when I don't want to be bothered. Same. May you not know? see it though. But yeah. You know, but but seriously. Because I need time for me. 
Right. You know? So, but I know that there, there's got to be areas of me because I have to take care of me so I'm sound because then I can't give you a depleted me. Mm-hmm. Right. I can't give you something I don't have in myself. Yeah. So then that means you turn into a functioning person because we could always function in the realm, but that doesn't mean that your heart is in it. Right. I was watching two popes the other day and I love the fact that when the Pope was like, he said something most profound. He said, I don't hear God anymore. Mm. He said, so when I don't hear God anymore now, I have to step down. I didn't watch it yet. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's good. You got to watch it. Okay. So, you know, and that's, that's like, should be the anthem for every preacher. When you stop hearing from God, you need to step down. Right. Because now you're just functioning because you can you just know the Not, game. You just exactly, because anybody that study the Bible can preach it. Right. That doesn't mean that you have the Holy Spirit with you. So now, you can operate in a gift. Well, you can you can operate in a talent, but that doesn't mean it's the gift. Yeah. So yeah. then you got to assess that. Yeah. Don't don't keep operating when you're depleted. Take a step back and it's okay. You won't fail. Right. You absolutely will be saving yourself and many others. People will love you more. Yeah. When you say, you know what, I need to take a break for a minute. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. life is not going to crumble. And people know that, like, you're you're honest and... And you're... transparent with where you right, are. Right, right, right. And you may get more help. Yeah. Especially, you don't know if people are having a mental breakdown with, with mental illness the way it is right now. Yeah. You don't know what people's conditions and states are right now when they say, you know what? I need to step back for a minute. Mm-hmm. I need to hold off. You know? Because you want to be able to last. Yeah. You don't want to break down before your time. Right. And a lot of people are breaking down before their time. I, I was talking to, actually, I was talking to, to your father this morning. Someone we know, 65 years old, dead. Wow. Funerals on Friday. Both his legs amputated. Gone. 65. He just turned 65 years old. Wow. Preacher. Mm-mm. At 65. That's 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 tragedy. Yeah. Tragic. You know? So you, you, you want to be able to take care of your health and your spirit. You want to be able to live long enough and longevity. To see the things manifest. To see your dreams manifest. Because right. what you plant for right now, your, the Bible says, um, um, for seven generations, your children, your children's children. Yeah. So if, I, if what I do right now blesses my next seven generations, mm-hmm. then, but I want to be able to at least live to see it. Right. I just turned 50. My plan, I want to live another 50 years. Let the Lord see for me to live at least till I'm 90, 95, preferably 100, because mm-hmm. my great-grandfather did till he was 95. I want to be in sound mind and body. Yeah. But I want to be able to see the fruits of my labor. Right. But I want to be able to gracefully go into those years. I don't want to go burdened down. I don't want to go broken. I don't want to go on medication and with sickness and disease in my body. Yeah. Absolutely not. No one would. But that's not our mindset because we get so bogged down at wanting to have some more, so much more. Right. And we live in a society where it says the more you get, the better you are. No, the more you get to see, the more broke down you're becoming. 
Yeah. And no one wants to take a seat back to say, I don't have to have this right now. What was I doing this before it came out? True. I was at my friend's house, who's one of your alpha brothers. Uh And he bought a a telephone. He said, and then I had to go back. I said, you are so right. I said, only you. Mm. Only you would have a phone in your house like that. But it made me think, yeah, what will we do? Right. Take that time. Learn who you are. It's okay. You don't have to rush. My right. grandfather used to tell me all the time when I was in school, you have a lifetime to work. Yeah. Enjoy what you're doing. Period. I think, yeah, I think that, I mean, that's the, because we were supposed to do an episode about patience too. Mm-hmm. But I guess, you know, in the generation that I'm a part of, it's like we're the microwave generation and we just want everything so like how I see like Little Caesars Pizza. But y'all don't have any discipline to work. Yeah, to work for it. <laughs> to work for it. You're living in a privileged generation. No, seriously. Like all the, I can say that for a majority of the people in my generation, like have barely lifted a finger. Uh, yeah, exactly. Honestly. So then that concerns for me because yeah. then what am I supposed to expect in retirement? Right. And if you look around right now, you have people, my mother and grandmother's age, going back to work. Which is sick. Sad. Yeah. Because mine and your generation have been lazy. Right. Not right. Exactly. It's not right. And actually, I'm like with me internally, so... For December, like, for the break, I've been trying to, like, but since I've been working, um, barely got time, but, like, trying to write something daily, like, or an issue that I have internally. And I would write, like, I've done it for a few days. So, like, I would write down, like, what is the issue? Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, focus, um, patience, you mm-hmm. know, um, saying yes to everything. You know, mm-hmm. just writing, writing the issue down. Then you know, basically a description. That's a good one, saying yes to everything. You can't say yes to everything. Right. Yeah. So like, um, we'll write the issue down. Then, just talk about um for like a little piece of it. Like, why do I do it? Like, right. what made me do it? Or things because of that it's nature. Part of you that wants to please everybody. Yeah. And I've always said to you, which I knew that was a thing that you had, but you 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 know whether you listen or not, you can't please everybody. Yeah. I'd... And. Part of that, I know where that come from. And that's why I always said to you, stop doing it. Tell yeah. them no. Right. I've, I've, I'm have i getting Tell better. Tell them to mind your, their business. Yeah, I've, I'm getting Especially better. Especially when they're not benefiting your life. That's true. That's true. And I've honestly been getting better with it. But when we talk about, you know, patience, um, that was the first thing. That was the the first day of December. That was the first thing I wrote, uh, wrote down. So, I mean, I'll, I'll read it to y'all. I was like, you know, the issue is patience. Um, the issue I have that is, um, the excuse me, the issue that I have, um, you know, I'm very impatient to certain things, more specifically my future. Um, I was saying like, it's like I'm so anxious to be successful so I can provide for my family and inspire and help others. But I guess I'm not ready for it yet. Um, I have to keep reminding myself that God's timing is the best timing. And maybe I'm not mature enough for some of the um, the blessings that God will give me. So, 
after that, um, you know, after I write the thing, I look at scriptures that like in, involve patience, um, or involve the situ the issue. Didn't I give you a book on patience? No. I have a book on patience. Well, I'll read it. Um, and I found um, Galatians six and nine, um, which is and let us not grow weary of doing good uh, of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. And then after the scripture, I write a solution. So I'm like, take it day by day. Um, also to all, also to always remember that God won't, you know, give you a blessing until you truly mature and ready for it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, um, when it comes to patience, and not just my generation, but anybody in general, like we have to take our time. Um, and even going back to manifesting, you know, your dreams, your goals, or whatever, you have to take time because it's not Rome was not built mm-hmm. overnight. You as a in, as a human being were not. Built overnight, maybe made, conceived. But it uh, still took you nine months, right, for you here. to come into this world. So it's just like, and it took breathing, right? It took your organs to grow. It took you know you moving. It took DNA. It took, it it, took DNA. It, you your chromosomes had to get to get right. Know, all of those things in order for you to come out and to grow. So I, I remember even carrying you. I was like, okay, when I actually found out, because I was having false positive readings for months, mm. and you and I was really pregnant. Oh, wow. But I was getting false positive readings, and I was like, it was like, nope. Then it was like, yep. Then it was like, nope. Then it was, yep. I didn't actually know that I was really pregnant until um, I was almost like four months, five months. Oh, wow. Yeah. How about that? So, either way, I still was like, okay, well, Lord, I don't know. How the way this go? This is what I'm going to do. So, I started reading books. You know, then I, I was praying every day. Just praying over your life. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. So, I had to be proactive. And then when I found out it was a boy, I definitely was like, oh, my God. I was, I was like, oh, my God. So, I took my girlfriend's son for, for a couple of weeks mm. and just to know what to do with a boy because I just knew it was going to be a girl. <laughs> just knew. So I was like, oh my God, it's going to be a girl. And then when I found out I got the son of grave was going to be a boy, I was like, what am I doing with a boy? I was, <laughs> so, so I had to do things t- to study because I'm a girly girl. Yeah. So I didn't know what to do with a little boy. So I had to research. What, like, what do you do with a boy? How do you bathe a boy? How do you change a boy's pamper? What do you do? You know, that's why I've always made sure that I had that connection with you for everything because I need to make sure that I was doing the best I could as a mother to be the best mom that I could be. Mm-hmm. Whatever that meant, I wasn't going to fail. Yeah. I didn't want to fail. And I didn't want to disappoint. And so I asked my male friends who were men who had sons. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, well, I don't get this, so maybe you need to talk to him. You know, and there were some things that I knew that I couldn't say to you because you wouldn't hear it coming from a mom. Because not only was I your mom, a, a woman, but I was your mom. So there were some things you were and were not going to tell me, you know, or you wasn't going to share. But you need to have that guy in your life that you could. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even with your dreams, you did some things that, you know, people in your dreams, you can't share your dreams and your life goals with everybody because everybody is not going to receive it. Right. Everybody's not going to understand it. And everybody's definitely not going to help you to manifest it. They're not going to help you through the birthing process, but they'll be there to eat at the table of your success. That's a fact. Oh, my gosh. So you have to be careful oh my on who you connect with. Right. 
in those seasons. Very true. Everybody's not for you. They will laugh with you. They will hang out with you. They will dance at your party, but will not bring a can of soda. They will not, you know, they will celebrate with you when it's all good, as long, especially if you're paying for it. But when, and when you lose it all, yeah. they will be gone. So you have to be careful and keep your circles very small because everybody is not going to be your friend. Right. And if you're that person like yourself who's always giving, who always wants to do, you will, they will bring you down and crush you. And then you will be left depleted and empty and broken mm -hmm. as a person because now after you've done all that you've done, paid people's bills, bailed them out of jail, yeah. did all those things, and now they're gone and when you needed help, they won't give you a glass of water. I think that's another thing. Like, what I learned, um, like, in 2020. Like, to, personally, 2020 is, I I could say, like, has been the best year. Um, from, you know, meeting meeting people, meeting new people, um, celebrities included. Um, you know, really trying to, you know, get the, get the podcast off the ground. Um, of course, you know, lost some things, which is, was fine, which, you know, benefited me at the end. Um... One thing that I really like under or learned about myself is that you know, every everyone is really not for you. But and, listen, they and, may not be for you, but everybody serves a purpose. Right. Judas served a purpose to Jesus. Yeah. Thomas served a purpose to Jesus. Judas was a tra traitor. Thomas was a doubter. You need those people in your circles, right, in order to make you see who you really are mm -hmm. and what you're really made of. Yeah. So everybody, so that's why I hate when people say, oh, tell your haters goodbye. No, tell them welcome. Right. But you have to know what place they play in your life and put them in that place. Right. And I definitely, they're in their place. You, you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody has a place and a purpose. Right. It's left up to you on where you place them in your life with that place and that purpose. Right. So don't tell everybody goodbye. Yeah. Put them in their place with their purpose. But, but if they leave on their own. That's fine. Right. That's fine. But I'm just saying, you know, because we get we get we get happy with the oh, you know, 2020 vision is for 2020. All these, you know, crazy sayings and words that, you know, just oh, no, honey, just let's 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 dissect and make it clear. Right. OK, don't say body your haters because everybody and everything serves a purpose, mm -hmm. but you don't want to look at you as to why they serve a purpose. You want to blame them for your demise. Right. No, 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 no. It's biblical. Yeah. Judas came to take Jesus out. Thomas came to doubt everything Jesus did. He was the most negative naysayer Jesus had in his camp. He was one to 12 and slept with Jesus, ate with Jesus, walked with Jesus and everything else, saw the miracles Jesus did and performed and everything else. And yet you still doubted everything he did. So he was there to serve the purpose of the negativity. Mm. Judas was there to sell Jesus out. He said, yeah, that one. The rat. Right. He was reporting back, sold him for 30 pieces of it and then turned around and committed suicide. But Jesus knew. You didn't see Jesus get upset. Yeah. You didn't see Jesus turn him away. Jesus already knew what their purpose was and still served them love. Right. So we as people still need to know the people that come around us, some are there for a time, a season, 
and a forever. Mm. But you have to be discerning enough to know what place they play in those seasons of your life. Right. I have two solid girlfriends that I know have been planted in my life for over 25 years. Mm-hmm. I have one girlfriend who I've had for 22 years who we I talk to every six months. But I know when I call her, that's it's my like, ride or die. Right. I have another friend who I've had under a year who I know right now she's in my life for a reason. I have some male friends that I know if I need them. Is we, we rocking with it. Mm. So my circle is vast across the board and I don't see them every day. Right. And you know who they are. Yeah. And you know if anything go down, you know they, they coming. They coming True. on a horse, <laughs> riding on a cow, True. whatever. True. Yeah. And then you have those that you just hang out with, you social with, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the case is. But my core people People don't even know they my core people. Yeah. Because you wouldn't expect me to be friends with them. Oh, that's another thing too. It 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 will be the ones that you will not you least expect that will really be in your corner. Absolutely. Like that's an that's my one that's girl. another thing that I, I really realized this year too. Like, yeah. And I got people in my life. I got one woman in my life. She's eighty one years old who has been to me like my mother. And we can I promise you. We cannot be more alike as if she literally birthed me biologically. Mm. She said to me on my birthday, I sat, she was talking and I was saying, I said, this year has been a year. I said, I now understand why in the Bible between the book of Malachi, which is the last book of the Old Testament and Matthew, which is the first book of the New Testament, 400 years, God did not speak. I said, during that time, I said, I understand that God still speaks even in the silence. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know what? You're right. She said, but you know what also happens in that silence? She said, the teacher never teach. The, she said, the teacher never speaks to the student while the student is taking the test. But the teacher will always look over the shoulder of the student to see if the student is taking the test during the process of what the teacher showed them. Right. I literally sat on her couch and cried. Mm. That right there was great wisdom for me that I needed to hear. Mm. And she is that person to me of wisdom. I stick under her, if you will, at the at her knee, if you will, all the time. Mm. Because that woman deposits wisdom to me that I need to hear. She's 81 years old. And she has always, for the last year that this woman has been in my life, on a consistent basis has given me nuggets of wisdom this year that I needed to I needed to hear to get past those low points that I've been going through all year. Mm-hmm. Can't take that away from her at all. So tonight I'm celebrating. I'm, I'm hanging out New Year's Eve with her. That's what's up. Yeah, that's good. You know, so when you when you when you're talking about people when they speak into your life, be careful because you have to be in a space. To be able to hear it, to receive it, and you have to be clean mm-hmm. emotionally, spiritually, to be able to manifest what you say you're called to do. So, okay. Not so, just what you like to do, right? 
what you're called to do. Right. Because what you like may not be your calling. Right. No, that's very true. So let's take a little break real quick. I mean, we're still going to get back with the conversation of manifestation um, because this is good. Um, And before the, the clock strikes 12, somebody needs to hear this. So we'll be right back with more Real Talk. And we're back. What's up? So, mom, when you what you just said that that um that made a a lot of sense. Um, talking about the cleaning out, um, the cleaning out of of yourself, and I feel like because I've also been hearing it, you know, on Instagram and stuff like that. Like everybody wants to uh, clean their self out um, before walking, uh, or you know before it strikes 12.01 and people are still probably, you know, doing their last last um, last things of asking for forgiveness uh, asking God for forgiveness, asking for the, the asking themselves for forgiveness, sorry I, I stole that quarter from you whatever, so like how can or okay, then my question would be this, what is the intent in you doing it are you just trying to get a free pass to make it hope you don't die at 12 o'clock to get into the new year? You know. I, you know, because... We it's just, true, though. That's true. That is know, true. Are you authentically wanting to get your life right? Right. Right. If you can't authentically do it to get your life right so that you you turn yourself around in your circumstance, okay, January 1st, come in... You gonna still be the same person you was when you it, December thirty first left out. It's just the next day. It's, it's just <laughs> the next day, another, another day. year. Yeah, right. You still gonna hate that same person. You still gonna start doing the same thing. You may get away with it the first five first five days of the year mm-hmm. because it's brand new. Right. But by the end of January, we all gonna be back doing the same thing. Right. Unless you take those necessary steps. To authentically yeah. change who you are. Right. Like, I I know for me, I I said one day, because um, everybody's just like, oh, yeah, new year, new me. No, because you're not going to change right. physically within a span of an hour. Right. Within a span right. of somebody telling you happy new year. Right. How I forgiveness see forgiveness doesn't happen overnight. Right. It takes time. Everything is timing. Everything is patience. But how I see it is that I have really accepted the fact that I have to take a journey. That I have to take a certain walk to get where I want to go. To get where, you know, I I want to be standing here in the year 2020, going into uh, 2021. So it's just like... How to say it? It's just like... No, I've accepted. I've accepted it. I've asked myself for forgiveness. I've asked, you know, asked God, like, to, you know, please, you know, forgive me for what I have done because I know... The transgressions against him. Right. Because I know Put that... Put a label on it. Huh? Put a name on it. No, my transgressions um, towards him. Um, because I know that where I want to go, I, I can't do it without him. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, everything that I want to manifest, I, I, I need him there with me. Um, 
every single step of the way. Um, and what? Shoot, I wrote that last night. Because um, we was talking about it earlier. So last night, I was I couldn't sleep for some reason. Um, and I was just watching Battle Rap. Battle Rap is one of my favorite things. Um, and I was scrolling on Instagram, and I followed Lakeith um, Stanfield, who's um, on that new movie with uh, Adam Sandler, uh, The Uncut Gem, or something like that. He was in Get Out, um, a few other movies. And, he, you know, he posted him in um, Adam Sandler, um, and it was a funny caption because he was like, um, my nigga Sandler. <laughs> so um, I saw people, you know, when you're famous, you know, people always comment under people, troll, uh, do whatever. But when I was scrolling through the comments, he, were res- he was responding. Um and he was responding, like, to people who, you know, are aspiring actors, things of that nature. So he's just like, you know, keep going, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just like, okay, if he's, and I guess he's in California right now. So it's like, it's still like one, two o'clock in the morning. People are still up. Um, so some just said, like, go ahead, do it. So I did it. And, um, I mean, I simply asked, I say, you know, I have a podcast. Maybe someday you can listen to it, King. Simple as that. Then after that, I say, like, 15, 20 minutes later, um, he responds. And I was kind of shocked because, you know, I'm not an actor. You know, I just wanted to see if I could get a response or something like that. Um, and if it wasn't, cool. But if if he read it, I would have just appreciate if he, you know, if he read it. That's right. that's it. So he, he responded back. And and he was based and he listened to one of the episodes and then he said that, you know, that the conversation with, you know, me and you was is dope. Um and Meaning you and I? Yeah. Um that you know, the, the conversations that we have are, are, are dope and you know, it is great that, you know, we engage the way we engage and you know, just to keep it going but also remain humble, um along, along the way. Um then after that, like I was just like, you know, thank you. You know, thank you so much for that. And it's crazy because he, he added my name. And after that, like, a lot of people, like, was just really liking what I said and then loving what he said. So it's like uh, almost 800 people had liked what I said. Then almost um, over 4,000 people liked what he said. Mm-hmm. So after that, it was just like a role of people that, you know, that know me, that follow him as well. Right. That was just like, you know, that's that's dope. Um, then just the, a plethora of people like saying like, yo, what's your podcast? You know, what's your page? Right. So I'm just like, oh, snap. Like, ding, ding, ding. He basically shouted me out. Right. And I'm like, this, you know. Right. The opportunity. Yeah, the opportunity. So I'm just like, oh, like, don't forget, check out Real right. Talking Ezra. God right. bless. Uh um, then it was just, I went to sleep. I woke up like to like over 200 follows, um, on my page. And then like, ex- like, uh, over 50 more followers on the podcast page. Right. So it was just like, whoa. Opportunity. Opportunity. And I was just like, without God saying that in my ear, right. that wouldn't have happened. Right. So I go to say that is just like. That wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for God. Right. Uh, if 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 he kept me up right. to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like for 2020, I, I, every everything that he will give me, I know that it's from him. Right. And I will thank him and praise him every 
every no matter how big or small the right. the thing is, it got to give it back to him. But I've know? always told you, even from a small child, and and again, whether you believed it or not, you know, I've always lived off of faith and favor, and I've always told you how important it is that you know God. Part of the sad part of, in my opinion, and this is solely my opinion um, as a pastor, is that this generation has never had a God experience. So when I talk about, you know, how good God has been to me, you could understand it. But until you have an encounter yourself, you will never know what it means. Just like when Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve told Cain and Abel about the experiences they had with God when they were in Eden. But Cain and Abel could never understand what they talked about because they had never had an encounter with God because they were never born in Eden. They were born in the earth. Mm-hmm. So their relationship with God was, was different. different than their parents. Right. So your relationship with God was different than mine until you have an encounter. And this generation has lost an encounter with God. And that's why they can't understand God the way some of us can because we've had our experience in an encounter. The same way with my grandmother. My grandmother talked about how God was a healer, how God was a miracle worker. You know, my new grandma now, if you will, you know, she said, baby, I remember, she calls me little girl. She said, I remember the days when, you know, we didn't, the, the car wouldn't start and we go out and lay hands on the car and then all of a sudden the car would start up. I remember as a kid, miracles like that happening. Right. But I can't say it happened per se for me you. because yeah. those that were not my encounters, you know, but I can tell you what it was like, you know, when I needed something and I was like, guy, all right, this is on you. I, I can't do this one. This right. is definitely going to be a miracle. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I can tell you like you go to school. All right, God. Now, I, this is all on you. You know, your experiences are different. So when you become and what I mean, being in alignment, when your encounter with God comes to life, your life will be different. Yeah. The opportunities and favor will be different. And the things that happen to you will be different. So that means your manifestations will be different. Mm-hmm. So the earth wants to say, well, the difference between a wealthy person and a poor person is the fact that the wealthy, per- wealthy person did it something and the poor person didn't well that's not always true because sometimes poor people do they may not just have access either right that doesn't mean that their idea is any less and then sometimes the person that did it may have stolen someone else's idea right (laughs) you know Uh, so we we can look at that in many ways yeah right you know um but a lot of times it can be a plethora of different things sometimes one may not be trustworthy as the other. Mm-hmm. You know, you have some people that will always be the one that's, oh, can I, in need, in need, in need. I know somebody who has a very good paying job, but you ain't never got no money. Mm. You know, always needing to borrow money. Always need, and you got a full-time job, no kids, no husband. What do you, why you always got to borrow money to pay your bills every month? Because mm. you are fiscally irresponsible. Mm. But as long as somebody keeps feeding you, you'll never learn. Yeah. So you got to look at the situations and the people for everything that you go through. And then you make a judgment call on what it is. So manifestations can come 
in in many ways because a lot of people will still be blinded for generations right you have people on generations of people that are on you know public assistance why that's all they know so until someone comes and introduces you something differently that's will you that's most of the time that's what you know what you going to do your mother was a dropout your grandmother was a dropout now you become a dropout so the only thing you just keep having babies and you you know become a public assistant you're able bodied you can go get a job right you know but until somebody teaches you something different that's all you know right you know then you have the other part where I do know now I want to be the first one to go away to college but because you all now want to become my hater mm. Which I've seen that of young people in my own church, you know, we help young girl go to college, and but her mom was a drunk, father was a drunk, ain't nobody ever done nothing, helped her out. Now she moved up, stayed doing well on her own, and got a job, graduated from college, and everything doing well. Her family don't even talk to her. So you, there's so many ways to look at so many things. You have to know again. I may not be the product of my environment, but I have to know that I can become better than where I am. Right. And whatever that process is, whatever that thought process is, whatever that developmental process is, whatever I need to do to kind of figure it out, there's so much out here for me to learn and to know. I have to begin to kind of engage myself to figure it out so that I can become better. And patience takes a the Bible says the let his patience take his perfect work in you. You gonna have to have a lot of it. Right. It may be easy for some and it may not be easy for most. Yeah. But if you don't begin somewhere, mm. then what are you gonna do? Right. I think I, Right now you this your graduating class twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Some are gonna graduate with job opportunities. Some not. And some are not. Right. So now what does that mean for you? You went to four years worth of college. They said, go to four years. You done racked up all this debt. You got your degree. And now you have no job. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? What is your next plan? Mm-hmm. Because you always got to have that plan. What if this does not happen? Who am I? Right. How will I sustain myself in this dry season? Mm-hmm. In times of prosperity, you need to plan for your dry season. Mm-hmm. Always have another plan. So if you like to paint on the side, make that into another side hobby. If you like to bake cupcakes on the side, make it into another side hobby. In case you being an accountant doesn't work. But guess what? It will still work because you got to know how much it costs to make your cupcakes. True. True. You got to know how to cost out how much you're going to make a profit or you're going to go into a loss. Right. True. If you make cupcakes to get yourself to have extra money to go through school for four years, why can't that turn into a side business if you don't get a chance to work at a Fortune 500 company to be in the accounting department? Yeah. Very true. Just, like I always tell you, Ezra, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You better come up with a plan B, plan C, plan D. A, B, C, D, and E. Because you just never know. Yeah. And don't set yourself up for disappointment on the hopes of trusting someone else to say, we're going to hire you. Trust yourself 
enough to know that your value is outvalued by whatever they can pay you. Right. Whether you listen to me or not, we will see. But to keep you from disappointment and to always keep you working in another capacity to know that you are valued, you have to know what your value is. So whatever that be, whatever the side job is. Now I see where some of you, you know, your friends are getting involved in real estate and other areas and, you know, trying to get side money. It's all a business. Mm -hmm. It's all side money. Learn what you can learn while you're in school. You just never know how it's going to turn around in your favor and opportunity in other areas when you graduate. Yeah. You just never know what it may do. That's very but true. But if you don't have another plan, then you will, you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. And I, I think that's another thing, too, because it's like when you take those steps, like that, those are scary steps to take. Yes. And um and a lot of people don't want to be in fear. Yes. And but how I see it is the name of the game. Like of course you're going to of course you're going to be scared to ride your first bike cuz yes. you don't want to fall. Right. But w- when you do fall, what do you do? You get back up again. Right. So it's just like and when you fall it's just like, oh, "Okay, ow." Like but it wasn't that bad. Right. You scraped your knee. Right, you scraped your knee. Now I know what to do so I won't fall again. But the key is, what again, if you're not, you're living in a society, again, where media is promoting fast, quick, easy. And that ain't it. (laughs) But if you are of a sound individual to know that consistency Mm -hmm. will bring you more stability and know that a process does not happen overnight, but if you look at the long term, it will benefit you and you'll have more sustainability with the consistency, the dedication and commitment in the long term. Right. You will be better off. Right. So if you're not looking for fast, quick and easy, then you'll know I will be able to have sustainability. Mm-hmm. And authenticity. Yes. Yeah, so it depends on the individuals. Because yeah. not every not, there are some people you got some people like myself are very strategic and methodical. You got to take something from here to plant there to make to make it make something over here. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be that way. You got to create something to make something and that something to make something else. Right. But if you don't know how to do it and you're not that savvy, it looks scary. But mm-hmm. if you pay attention to those that have done it successfully to at least start it. Right. And learn the lessons, you'll be okay. Yeah, I was. It was and stop a, trying to act like you know everything. That's true, because um, you you're never gonna know everything. No one knows everything. And how I see it, I like I'm a student. Right. I like it. Like I like learning. Like right. the more you know, is the better. Right. Like one a man who knows knows a little about everything is better than the person that knows everything about one thing. Right. Um, but no, I saw a post the other day and it's saying, it said, stop comparing your one year to that other person's 10. Yes. So, because you could have done more in that one year because you watched, you learned, yeah, you did it, 
and 10 years a person, someone who didn't learn, and it took them 10 years to learn something to get that to get right. to where they are. Right. And that's true. It is the validity on both sides of the coin. Yeah. So it's just like it all it all matters on you on right. what you do. And everything matters. It really matters on you. So but, now, you know, but you, you got to have patience. People get, get frustrated and give up easy. Can't. Because again, you f- have fallen into the trap of belief that success happens overnight. Mm-hmm. Again, everybody's not going to be the baller. Everybody's not going to be the rapper. Everybody's not going to be making millions of dollars in the rap game in the entertainment industry. Stop it with the fallacy. Mm-hmm. It's a falsehood. What happened to our engineers, our, you know, and, and our biochemists? <coughs> you know, what happened to people creating, you know, cures and, and other things that is going to actually be effective to be, to be long? Why don't you go and find and repatent something? Right. Right. There's enough out here, things oh, that man. needs to be repatent. Yeah. I had a conversation this morning of a friend of mine who I grew up with. Because, you know, my show is about to go back on. She has a show. Wait, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them. Passing on the Mantle will now be, as of March 1st, 2020, we will be in 45 million households. Word. So I am preparing now for the next production. That means I got a job. (laughs) After graduation. (laughs) <laughs> so um I was having a conversation because I'm I'm going through, you know, wardrobe, styling, da 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 mm-hmm. and um, you know, all the things that uh now that I will be which I've already started to develop and will be branding in a different way, which is my hairline, my eyelash line. So I was talking to a friend of mine who's been in the hair industry for over twenty years and so he was telling me some stuff that I need to do. Um which is now going to be something else. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, like you just dropped some genius on me mm-hmm. that I wasn't even expecting. Mm-hmm. So I had to take his 20 years of experience in my one year. Yeah. And it's going to be like Crazy. absolutely awesome. That's what's up. So. But now I said to him, but now I need to end his connections, which he already called me back and was like, here, these are numbers. These are people. They're already going to be sending you this information, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that one conversation who he and I don't really talk much. We talk online sometimes. Then he had me laughing. He said, I said, wait a minute. So you're not. He said, no. He said, he told me what happened with his, with, with, with the position. He got phased out, blah, blah. He said, but you'll never believe what I'm doing. I said, what? He said, I'm working on my hobby. I said, what? He said, cars. I said, excuse me, Mr. Bowtie and Manicured Fingernails? Because that's who he's always been. Mr. Business Suit, Bowtie, Manicured Fingernails. He just started laughing. He said, yeah. He said, and that's what I'm doing. And been doing it now for a long time. So I have a line brother that does cars. Shout out to Mario. Mario Bibbins, who is uh, I, I underscore break underscore next on uh on Instagram. No, no, but his cars, like he what he just got the, the RX seven or something like that and was drifting going crazy. Like and his car business if y'all need y'all cars fixed, 
go to my line brother Mario Bivens at iBreakNext on Instagram. I'm telling y'all, you won't be disappointed. Plus, his page is mad funny. Y'all got to check out his story. But, but okay, yeah. so, so here, here he is. Right. He went because he wasn't going to go back into the business and everything. So he took his hobby and made it his business. Right. So you always got to have a backup plan. I always told you, history is your thing. You better have a backup plan. Because for that, you can travel internationally into archaeology, you know, digs, whatever, whatever. There are many things that you can do. In a historical platform. Yeah. You know? So, you don't never want to be without. Right. You never want to be in a position that what you do with your life, you are lacking. Because you don't have to. Because there will always be something, someone who needs what you have. Mm-hmm. You just have to dig within yourself to know who you are and how it's going to benefit the needs of other people. True. Very true. So when he was sharing with me this morning just about what I'm doing, he was like, but do you realize that, and, and, you know, he started sharing. I, I said, absolutely. I said, because I know this industry, I know that industry, and I just hadn't thought how to pull it together. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And so, again, you never want to be in a position where the first opportunity causes you to be without. Right. Always have something else that you can fall back on to create what you didn't have before or create something new or recreate it in a different way that is prevalent for today. Yeah. Like so even even if the goal that you have like is not manifested yet at that time, don't dwell on just that. Right. Reinvent it. Right. In a different way. Yeah. So it's just like you you could never Someone is always going to need it. Yeah, you but can. But they're going to always need it in a different way. Right. So you you could honestly never. Biochemistry be, will never die. True. It never. You like you, you could, will always have medicines. Yeah, you, like, it was, <laughs> you're always going to need plastics. Yeah. You know, like you can never be without. Right. Honestly, it's just all on how you look. At how you, it. perspective. It really is about perspective. Yeah. Plain and simple. Um, but what time is it? So it's four thirty-three. We got like couple of hours left before the new year Mm -hmm. so what do you see what what do you want to see in 2020 that um that you weren't able to see in 2019 justice Hmm. justice governmentally and justice personally Mm -hmm. I believe that we have lived in a lot of angry moments. Um, I think, no, no, I think I know. Uh, we have, we have become too familiar with a lot of anger. Yeah. We have loved a lot of hatred. We have accepted a lot of behavior that we should not have. Right. And it will never end until we change and the reason why it has been accepted because the heart of people have become black yeah so until people that are inherently angry 
become truthful and healed from their anger and find out why are you even angry? Right. Why are you angry? What has happened to you that you are just that nasty and that angry? (laughs) What did anyone do to you that just makes you who you are? And until you answer that question, you will never be healed. But you're breeding anger into others. Right. The the doctrines um, that I think are are unfair because most of these most of these 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 acts of hatred and stuff come from such a. You stepped on my shoe. Yeah. I hate you. And I hate your kind. Right. Because all y'all do is step on shoes. Right. What? Like, so I definitely, I understand that. Um, I would like to see that too, honestly. Um, and I'm not saying justice in the sense of, oh, we're going to kill you. You know, we want you to go back to your country. Yeah. No, that's not what I'm saying. America needs healing, Period. Period. We have gotten to the point where everybody has to have a right. I got to have a right to breathe. I got to have a right to sneeze. I have to have a right. Stop it. Live peaceably with all men. But peace has to be within you first. Mm -hmm. That's the issue. If you can't live within peace within yourself, you will not have peace with all men. Very true. If you don't have joy within yourself, you will not have joy with all men. If you don't have love for yourself, you will not have love for all men. Fact. Very true. So, you know, it's not a kind... I had an altercation the other day with a cop. Oh, yeah. And reported him. I hope he loses his job. I'm waiting for them to send me a report now. I've never, ever, 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 the 50 years I've been living, have ever had an altercation with anybody. Mm-hmm. Now I have to come and have an altercation with a cop? Really? So, yeah, I reported him. Called the police precinct. They did call. His supervisor called me back. And he was like, well, ma'am, what do you want me to do? You know, well, what we do in this situation is we would, you know, send him the training and uh, write it up. I said, I want all of the above and I want a public apology. Mm. Write him up, send him to training. I said, actually, he doesn't need to have a badge because he's angry. He's extremely volatile, aggressive. He doesn't need to be on the street with no one. Mm. And don't tell me because it was a situation because he wasn't necessarily a primary individual you know, you taking out the person who was having a heart attack, but they was already in the bus. So all of what you're saying had absolutely nothing to do with him literally cursing me out. I said, because at this moment, forget me being a black woman, he had no respect for humanity. Mm. And we're living in a place now, even with those that are in authority, have no respect for humanity. And that is dangerous within itself. Yeah. Extremely dangerous. So until we as a people has nothing to do with color, ethnicity, anything, people, humanity, heal 
and find out what are you angry about. America is in a state, a very bad state and condition. So that's my prayer, that we get it together. 2020. Yeah. You know, love yourself and learn to love others. But be truthful to yourself on where you are. Stop putting false expectations on yourself that you can't attain. Mm-hmm. Set reasonable goal sets every day, one step at a time. Right. Don't take on burdens that you can't fulfill. Release yourself of the pressures. And it's okay. It's really okay. Because guess what? If you don't, they're going to replace you anyway. True. A friend of mine, he left his job. He's like, yo, before they fired me, I left because I knew I wasn't performing. I couldn't. So he decided, I opted out, I'm going to leave, and before they can do whatever they were going to do for me, I had, until I find another job, mm. always prepare, because you just never know. Mm. People will find any reason to get rid of you because they find you dispensable. They'll put you in there because you're younger. Right now, I know somebody that's um, retiring from their job right now. It was like, because right now, if I wait, they will cut their um, money Something however however way the, the the city is doing it because now they're they're taking this buyout and I'm like you you really you leave it he's like yep because if I don't then I will have oh that's what it is they will have to pay for their medical coverage mm-hmm. under this new contract that the city is given mm-hmm. if they don't take the buyout now so they have the time on their job but not the age so they're taking they're taking their retirement where now they will be under the old umbrella they won't have to pay for their medical coverage and they'll be good okay. I said well go ahead. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's good. Yeah. So, you know, just look look at life. Look at the benefits of what what you can offer, what you can't offer. Be true to you. Be true to whoever you're engaging with, whatever deals you're making, you know, whatever opportunities are affording themselves for you, whatever you're negotiating. If you're negotiating something, be truthful to what you want to negotiate. Put it all on the table. You know, like we did with the show. This this is what we want. This is what we don't want. This is what we're going to do. This is what we can't do. This is what we'll grow into. Negotiate. Right. Talk up. You know, for you young people that are now about to graduate, listen. Figure out who you are, what you want to do, and if it's not out there, create it. (laughs) I.e. this. Create it. Right. Make a place for yourself. Make your voice be heard. You are this next generation or the generation. We're relying on you. Take the wisdom. Don't act like you know it all, but get wise counsel. Mm. Someone said to my producer the other day, I'm 65. I'm about to retire. I want to leave this to the next generation, which is you guys. So now I have to make sure we position ourselves properly to be able to do what we have to do. Mm-hmm. So that means, whatever that means, position myself wisely, study my craft, perfect my craft to be that voice, that trusted voice that people know and listen to. That all plays in manifesting your goals. Exactly. And I've been doing this a long time, 35 years. I just started. 
And but I, but now I'm on the other side of the table, so it's almost like brand new for me. Mm. So now I had to listen. I had to polish it up. I had to figure it out, but I had to be teachable. Mm. And I had to listen to what my producer said. I had to listen to what the executive was saying. I had to figure out, you know, and still be authentic, authentically true to who I am. And it came off where they loved it. Mm. No scandal on my life. Because I just believe in telling the truth. If I tell you, then there's no shotgun that's going to come out. Anybody trying to figure it out. Right. Very true. You know? Yeah. So be patient. Be honest. And you know, we talked about that too. Be Mm -hmm. truthful in your dealings with people. People you're dating. People that you're engaging with. Be truthful. Don't lead people down a dark pathway that you have absolutely no intentions on, you know, having anything to do with. Save yourself the headache. It will benefit your life in the end. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, she said it. Um, I don't even know what to say because she just said my whole spirit to wrap up. But that's whatever. Um, (laughs) No, as we close this year out, I really want to thank you, Mom, um, for everything. Um, Because... That's your job. That's what you do. Um, I love you, Ezra. I love your people, too. I love you, too. Um, so, no, as as we close out 2019 and, and embark on the new decade, it's crazy. I'm only 22, and I've seen three decades. Yeah. It'll catch up on you. That's crazy. But, I mean, I'm excited for this one because, I mean, 2020. I was 27 when I had you. Yeah. But I was married. I was married first. I'll I'll have I'll be married too when I have my kids. I'm just saying I was married first and then I had you. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that was, but okay. (laughs) No, but as we embark on 2020, it's a no pun intended, but it's a year of Clear Vision. That's a plug too, by the way. Shout out to Clear Vision 2020 of Virginia State University. Chase, uh, Josh, Glenn, Jazz. Oh, who else? What Nadia, um, uh, Miss Bishop, um, Cobra, uh, whoever, the whole team, uh, the whole team, whatever. Yo, shout out to Clear, Clear Vision twenty 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 Clear Vision. James, yes, James Delbrew, my man. Um, as we close out twenty nineteen and go into twenty twenty, I just you know I pray that all the things that you want to manifest you know, really come true. But just remember, like, it's 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 a marathon. Um, not even trying to, you know, quote Nipsey, but it's a marathon. And you, you have to train for it, practice, and and, and really, like, let it take exercise its course. Your muscle. Exercise your muscle. You got to let it, got to let it take its course because it is not going to happen overnight. Um we 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 wish that it will be, but it won't. But if you start now and you plant the seeds now, again, right. it will bring forth the harvest. But you have to be very extremely strategic on where you plant your seed. Right. So it's just like it's a seed planting time. Yeah. Start start now. Don't don't just talk about it. Don't just talk about it. That's that's I think that's what I I want like specifically 
for 2020 for like everybody. Like just literally, I don't want to hear you talk. Like don't talk. Yeah. Like, like take the action. I remember uh, for my birthday, um, Bishop told me, uh, Bishop Eric R. Figaro, New Life Tabernacle in Brooklyn. Um, he said, don't just hear what people say. Mm-hmm. Watch what they do. Right. And that's extremely important because people talk a lot. People will tell you what they do, tell you what you need to be doing. And if you look at their lives, they have not accomplished a thing. Yeah. And that, and that, that too, like, I know for myself, because a lot, a lot of people ask me for help, like advice or whatever. Although, personally, I don't, okay. I don't understand but why. But don't waste it. Right. Because then I'm going to give it to you and then you still don't do anything. Right. So it's like, I don't. I'm at a point now I don't want to talk because I'm not I'm don't not catch a, the press before yeah, fly. yeah like I'm I'm not where I'm at yet for me to really give you that advice. that that advice. So it's just like I'm in the same playing field as you. We trying to eat. Right. I'm hungry. But now but depending on where 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 you are because if you if if what you both are bringing to the table are strengths and weaknesses Mm-hmm. find out who's the strength, who's the weakness, and what the strengths and the weakness are, and are they comparable to one another, right. even though your your vision is different than mine, but if they coexist in some kind of way, yeah. we can both do it together True. and accomplish something together. But it can't be one pulling the other right. and the other one sitting by the sidelines hoping and wishing yeah. that this is going to happen for me because I know you and because I know now that you're becoming popular, I'm going to ride your coattail. Right. You got those people like that too. So that's what I'm saying. You have to be very strategic on who you're connecting with in these seasons and transitions of your life as well. Because mm-hmm. people like to be connected to people that are popular because, you know, how many likes you're getting and right. the social media frenzy and all this kind of stuff that's going on and you know everybody wants to know somebody and everybody wants to be important that's not this type of environment that's not this type of season so if that's who you are again you as an individual have to be careful on the people that are attracting themselves excuse me to you yeah so you have to be wise and discerning on who you allow in those circles can't you know and be watchful and prayerful about that yeah. But if those are people that is on their grind, such as you, making it happen, they're bringing to the table as much as you're bringing to the Nothing table. Nothing but respect. And absolutely. And you're respecting one another's craft and right. you're both benefiting in some way. I'm all for it. I've been there, done that. Right. You know, and I'm doing, doing it now. You know, my show. That's how we got to where we are. You know, my team of people that I have. We both committed. Listen, you do, you're doing, you're the host, I'm the producer, you know, you got the guests, you do the editing, we pulled it all together, I got my guy who does the engineering, Mm -hmm. da da da, and we all have 30 plus experience in this industry. We're not (coughs) used to this, but at this particular moment, we knew that this opportunity was going to make it what it is. So we said, okay, let's pull together and make this show. Yeah. And now we're at the network. So, which is going to be, the network is scheduled to launch this month, and then our show actually launches March 1st. 3 o'clock, 45 million households. So... It won't be at my school, though. We don't have a lot of channels, so... We'll be on all cable networks, so... Uh, 
barely got channels. I, I'm on Netflix most of the time. But so. we'll be trust me, you'll be able to see it. You know, okay. or you can go on to you know we are on Apple iTunes, Google Play, okay. um, my YouTube channel. Cool. So you'll still be able to get it regardless. All right, that's cool. That's um, cool. And that's then cool. you know I'm working on my own broad, online broadcasting network. So you know that'll be something that we'll be launching probably second quarter anyway. So, uh-huh. um, but with that any but with that being said. Um, but I'm just saying what it takes when you are all in agreement yeah. as to how this is going to come about when you talk about doing serious business mm-hmm. and when you have your vision, you know, your publicist or PR person has her vision. She's, she's building and she's building her platform to get her context. You're building your platform and you're both working together to make a great marriage for this business relationship. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to bring it to the table. Right. In order to make it work, everybody has to put in as much time and effort, energy, you know, everybody has to be present in the moment. All of those things you got to dedicate to making it work because the opportunity is going to come. And when that one opportunity, such as what happened to you with this gentleman, Mm -hmm. happens, everybody eats. Right. For real. You can't want to eat if you ain't bringing no groceries. That's that's for real. Everybody (laughs) That's that's real. That's talk. like that roommate that you got now. You that, you can't just be bringing your friend over here, yeah. you know, just to sleep on our couch. Who ain't yeah. bringing nothing? No. Yeah. Mm mm. Can't yeah. happen. So you all have to, as a team, have that one voice, and one unit mm-hmm. speaking the same language. Right. So you all, as a team, have to gather together and manifest together, and and set the rules, right. and what it is, and make it solid. And make it happen. Well, everybody, Tony, Tony, let's make it happen. Stop talking. Stop talking. Let's work. Let's eat. Cause I want everybody to eat. I want everybody at my table. You know. So besides that, um, as we close, this this is it. As we close out 2019 and embark on the new decade, uh, I really just want to send love. A huge thanks to every listener that has listened to the podcast ever since February 20th, um, 2019. Like, what was it? Six o'clock in the evening time. It was raining that day at school. But I I, I really I really have high hopes and high expectations for everybody, um, even listeners um, and listeners who are doing their own thing. Um and I, what I just, what I want to see, what what I want to see manifested is that everybody in their respective places it is, you know, they take off. That's all I want to see. I just want to see everybody win. Yeah, because you got from now to May when y'all graduate. You right. want to look back and say, you know what? Well, we did Virginia something. Virginia State, we yeah. took class of 2020. Yeah, we, you know, we, we did we, something. We, do, we doing it. So it's just like... I just want to give special shout outs to a lot of people. Um, first, you know, my mom. Uh, no, hey, sorry, mom. Thank you, God, for everything that you gave me. Um, then, mom, Jackson, dad, um, Ma, Ty, Ogarati, uh Maurice, Taylor, Dexter, uh, Brenda, my family, um, Cyrus, Cece, um, Faith, Zoe, although, all yeah, although I mean we love y'all. Uh, th- th- just the whole family. If you're a uh, uh, Leek Griffin, oh my God. McNeil, Loman, uh, uh, really? 
whatever, Slayton, hey grandma, uh, thank you. Um, besides that, who else? That's it. No, Westbury High School. Um, Rogers, Rogers, Janae, Mr. Warren, Kim Volney, um, Ayana Chambliss, um, Anna Fraterly. Anna Bozar, uh, shoot, Ruby, um, R- Rivera, um, yeah, Miss Faulkner, Mr. Holmes, Miss Matthews, uh, Mr. Arius, well, Mrs. Zimbler now, who is my middle school te- um, principal, but then now he's Aaron a principal, Bennett. Aaron, Mr. Bennett, yeah, Aaron, just Aaron, um, no shade, but hey, Cardinal Miracle, whatever, um, who else? Going back, going to Virginia's, no, okay, no, the, shout out to the, uh, yes, we can, Rec Center, um, Mike, Jack, George, Frank, um, all the people that was at the daycares or whatever, and I'll just pull up because I'll, they never gave me the job, but that's only because I didn't, I didn't apply, um, shout out to Virginia State, Mr. Abdullah, um, everybody from Eskimo, um, uh, Amen, Death Row, uh, well, before Beta Gamma, uh, Beta Gamma, Death Row, uh, uh, who else? Um, Gabby, love you. Um, duh, who else? Dad, Miss Bishop, no, Miss Bishop, Miss Braxton, um, Miss 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 Williams, um, Bowling. Terry, my sister, um, Big Sis, Katira, Carissa. Shout out to Tab. Shout out to Tip. Um, oh my gosh, there's so many people. Um, yo, forgive my, forgive my mind. <laughs> yeah, forget, forgive my mind. Don't take take it on my head, not my heart. Um, who else? Oh my gosh. Um, shout out to Gamma. Uh, shout out to shout out to Alpha. Just in period. Um, who James else? Walker. Or James Walker. Uh, Mark Anthony. Gamma Sig. Free Gamma Sig. Um, oh my goodness, it's so many people, but. Um, I just want everybody to just have a, a, a super duper happy new year. Love all you guys. Make sure y'all, you know, if y'all go to a party, just make sure y'all feet are in church somehow, some way, um, when the clock strikes 12. Um, but besides that, this is real talk with Ezra. Happy new year. See you on the other side.